Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sans Spance radio podcast. Wow. Hey, America, this is your president, Sleepy Joe Biden, just letting you know that I'm taking it back to 2003 in the White House tonight. That's right. Me and Hunter are playing seminal record Elefunk by the Black Eyed Peas, loud, proud and in full. And you better believe that my girl Fergie is saying the R word 50 times on track three, just as our founding fathers wanted her to. God bless this goddamn beautiful country. We're going we gonna to watch the game tonight. Well, in a way, every episode that we've recorded of Hey Fam is always... The big game. Well, it's always supported women in sport. Of course. So, we're recording this uh, while the game is on. I think it starts in an hour. Yeah, we're recording it while it's on. There was on. a lot of traffic getting to your house tonight. Was there really? Yeah. Cause oh, because there's the games between us. Yes, it? that's right. Um, of course, we're talking about the uh, the Women's, Women's World Cup, World Cup semi-final between... Australia, uh, Australia and, uh, and the Bean. Beans, the Bean, yeah. Bean Lady, Mrs. Bean, the Bean Machine, yeah, <laughs> um, and Doctor Robotnik, Bean, <laughs> Bean, Bean Machine, the otherwise known as the English team. But people are like really taking it, like it's it's sick, it's crazy, yeah, I, it's I, cool. It's I, great. I, I can't tell you the last time I watched a soccer game. I think I was dating a girl who was really into the World Cup, right? And it was we stayed out till like three a.m. And, and I this think would I have been did... like two thousand and six, right, when Australia made it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Everyone was like. Uh, Everyone was wearing scarves. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, cool. Let's stay up and drink so we can watch this game. Yeah. Um, I remember getting up early to watch that one. I feel like it was 2003 even. 2004? No, it's, it falls on the odd years of Olympics. Okay. There Trust me, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm that dude. <laughs> um, but Plus, we, I know when and where I was. We went out, out to dinner, a family dinner. McDonald's? To a dump, no, a dump, oh, no, Sizzler. Dumpling place. Oh, dumpling place. Is it even a Sizzler to go to? Uh, I, I think I drove past one in the Gold Coast within the last 18 months. Believe it or not, we're not doing an 18-hour road trip to go to Sizzler as a family. That, but I mean, 10 years ago, though. Oh, you mean recently? I mean, this is like Saturday night. Oh, would you mean when you were dating that girl? Oh, no. When we were dating yeah. that girl, I went to like four bars that aren't open in Sydney anymore. Yeah, um, which ones? Let's let's list them. Actually, no. Is is the Strawberry Hills? Is that still open? It's. I think it's like the ship of thesis. Like it's there, but every part of it's been rebuilt that it no longer resembles the Strawberry. Remember, you'd go in there, and it'd be like a, a two meter by two meter downstairs, <laughs> and like that was it, and a kind of rooftop or something. I think now it's like a bit, essentially like a multiplex car park. Yeah, but it's still a bar. I think mostly it was just like a bunch of weird CBD bars. Like remember how like there were just. Tons of pubs that stay open. You know what? I, I walked from. Uh, I didn't go into it last week, but Noon took me to see the opening night. I told you off, like the Elvis musical. <laughs> yeah, which we're going to get into tonight. At the, I think we stopped recording last week, and I was like, "Oh, dude, I didn't tell you. I went to the Elvis musical on Saturday," um, which is kind of all that needs to be said about that. Uh, was it not good or? No, no, <laughs> it's not. It, it, it's it's it. I, I like. So it has all, nothing to do with the Baz Luhrmann movie, right? No, just the fact that it's like capitalizing on it. Sure. It's very funny because it's like endorsed by the like Elvis 
um, what, what what do you call it? The Elvis estate. It ends at he's like special when everything's good. <laughs> and then it's just over. Oh, that's so weird. You're like, what? <laughs> he's like married, happy, got a daughter. The end. And he has his comeback. And you're like, no, no, that's the halfway mark. Yeah. Like, then it gets really he bad. He didn't even get fat. He didn't go to Vegas. Which it just is, ends yeah, with him right. doing his special on TV that made him like cool again. Oh, that's so weird. It was so, and it was three hours does to get, get to that. Does someone like run on stage with a placard at the end saying Elvis will return? Just this, yeah, and Elvis black. to Elvis the musical too. It just says Elvis later uh, had a va- like the uh, yeah. like the uh, dramatization film. Sure, just flashed yeah, yeah. up. Uh, Elvis was later found dead in his bed after uh, on the toilet. Know, <laughs> successful run in Vegas, uh, and also like the uh, Colonel just didn't have a t- Tom Hanks accent. He was just American. Yeah, right. And I was like, I need that. Like, yeah, I don't know. How could you not take that cue? It was insane. It was bizarre. Like it Tom was, Hanks didn't give one of the weirdest performances of all, of all time to not like to not be copied by yeah. every musical performance. It's like how in that Harley Quinn series, the Bane in that is just doing Tom Hardy. Yeah, of it's course. like you got to like yeah. that's Bane. That's now. the voice now. Yeah. That's Bane. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre, but. Insane night bout As I was walking back uh, It was a Saturday night And I parked like Whatever Wait 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 Before you go to this I know you said You didn't like it Did Noon love it? No Oh wow yeah, no, This is an eternal terrible. situation Yeah right Yeah yeah Eternal yeah. slash sweet secret invasion Slash everything Everything we don't like That we don't like um, <laughs> uh, Fast 10 <laughs> Of course that's Yeah right. yeah I, And as we're walking back I just had one of those Like moments where, where you're like Oh these were the Like the CBD bars That I would go to When I thought like that was what you did. <laughs> and like, none of them exist anymore. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's this place. And now it's like a shoe show. I mean, it's really yeah, because like no one fucking uh, big yellow taxi hours. You know what I mean? No one under 35 would Goes ever, drinking. would no. ever just go out drinking. It's so weird. I mean, it's healthy. Great. Good for the, good for that. Those many generations below us. Yeah. But and, it's but like, when, when you're like 18, you're like, well, this is it now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm an adult now and I go out and I drink. Yeah. I didn't, I never went to clubs despite being like, DJ pill. You saw too much. I just I, you knew how it worked. I saw too much, brother. No, but like you knew it's like you know you knew how the sausage was made. Sure. You didn't want to fall for those tricks. The the cut. Oh, I, I did when I was older, but when I was like eighteen or twenty one, I just mm. like would just go to pubs. Oh, totally. I'd go to pubs. Seven then, pubs in one night. Totally, and then get like a case and be like, let's go back. To yeah, totally. House. And then that was when the shit was good. And then you might like pre. I oh, know it was like. Pre YouTube, but then when the Wii came out, and that was the first time you could access, you know, that's like that was the killer app. You had the, the bre- had the internet browser on the Wii that you could, you just, you could but do the internet. App, I think originally you could do the internet on on the television, and you just take turns. I've got a funny video for you. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think I've said this so many times, but I always Creed for, shreds. Um, I would go for uh, pre shreds. Creed, Creed Creed shreds. Yeah, I would always pick um, uh, taint sketch from mr show oh nice nathan fielder's morning walk oh yeah side of that, smooth that's so, so early isn't yeah, it that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. One of my, that was like one of my go-tos Do you remember that like Chow uh down. david blaine ripoff one where it's like a guy pretending to be david blaine in like a laneway and he makes the guy come in his in his I own think so, yeah, yeah i love yeah, that, yeah. that one that, that one's incredible he yeah. just busted a nut yeah yeah although just the hits it's like the we Marx had, brother. It's like the Buster Keaton of YouTube. One of the last nights you you and I had where we were both drinking was at mm. your parents' house, and we just yeah. sta- my my wife was there and my kids, and yeah. everyone went to bed except you and me. Just and on we, YouTube, and we watched downstairs things right? we used to watch on YouTube. Yeah, incredible. I mean, look, if this podcast didn't have such a defined um, <laughs> a defined uh, uh, like 
subject matter yeah, yeah and so like to find like uh, I, I, man i'm so like get it started right now i don't know <laughs> a clear like a uh, vision then i'd say that's a great idea for a podcast things we used to watch on the internet that's great and then you like spend an entire hour breaking it breaking down, down trying, down to, trying to find why, out where the person is why the ninja turtles lick my nuts video is a classic so hard, but the yeah. thing is like i keep going back to them you know what i mean of course uh as how many, it's probably one of the most referencing on this show risky business oh <laughs> just god i love that video Risky business gone wrong. If you listen to Hey Fam and you haven't watched the YouTube clip, yeah. risky business gone wrong. I think it's one of the first things we ever bonded over. I was about to say that's as integral as the cigarettes and Coca-Cola that Paul McCartney and John Lennon bonded <laughs> over for Beatles lore is risky business gone bad or gone wrong is like that for us. But yeah, so on uh, on Saturday night. Dumplings. Dumplings with the fam. Where'd you and, go? Uh, this uh, six spot called Dumplings Taipei in Castle Hill. Cool. It's like Taiwanese style dumplings. Sick. Very, very good. Nice. Um, and they have like a Taiwanese supermarket as part of the restaurant. We bought a bunch of like ice creams and shit. Shit, It was, yeah. was so good. And on the way home, um, the kids were talking about the Matildas game. And obviously Tilly is very invested because it's her fucking name. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, oh, when we get home, we'll, put, we'll see if the game's still on. And it was that shootout? So it was, yeah. On the way home, B was checking her phone, and it's like, oh, the game's still going. It's overtime, and um, Archie, of course, wants to know all the information. And he's like, well, what happens if they don't score a goal during overtime? Because it was nil all, um, and uh, nil, 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 nil. Yeah, nil. No, nil all. You said nil. You you had a real Melbourne moment. Um, nil, like nil, 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 I nil by mouth. I, I don't know why. It's, nil, nil, diamond all. Yeah. Um, well, and, uh, the blood hasn't read slam dunk because it would definitely get into the nitty gritty of how scoring works, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, they were like, "What happens after overtime?" And I said, "If if no one scores," and I was like, "Oh, well, then they have a penalty shootout where five team members go against each other." Until like five from each team trying trying to score a goal mm. until one scores and the other one and the mm. other one team doesn't, and um, B's like, how do you know this? <laughs> like, oh, it's not actually from soccer knowledge. It's because that's what happens at the end of the second Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah, and that's why and hockey is famously soccer with a stick. I don't, I don't know why. Is it actually? No, I don't. Of course why, not. Why is it the same? Uh, that I is exactly what happens lot, uh, in Mighty Dogs 2. I, I think that's how a lot of sports where, you know, the aim of it is to, like, get it through something or, like, hit a point, like, the, put an object through something. It, it goes to shootouts. Did you watch or have you watched, like, a, a highlights reel of the, sh- the penalty shootout? I was at, uh, what night was it? Friday? Saturday night. Saturday. Levin's Family Dumpling Night. I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something. Cool. Oh, I was watching. Um, I watched two movies. <laughs> so no, I watched Ch- Chunking Express and uh, Fallen Angels. Incredible. Wong Kar Wai films. Very good. Very very good films. I didn't feel like uh, an ally that night, but I again. <laughs> you were an ally to cinema. Yeah, I was an ally to the real uh, the real women in sport. Um, the the Hong Kong cinema scene of the early nineties. Um, but dude, we- you got to watch those movies. Sure. Yeah, there's an incredible song in one of them. I've seen Chunking Express. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Long time ago. Wow. Um, I forgot you were a film guy before you <laughs> before you stopped, and now you're slowly coming back. Uh, I mean, we've got an amazing we've got a- cover that I've been like just fucking busting from it because it actually, uh, one of the actors in the film was like a, uh, I guess like a pop star, uh, like an actual like person whose job it was to in Fallen Angels. Uh, in Chunking Express And they have a song in the uh, film The film's from 1994 But 
you'll be able to tell what it is. Just a straight up cover. Oh, Dreams by Cranberries? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's in, it plays like five times in the movie. Amazing. And she's in the scenes, but not singing. And I played this on repeat all week. It's like better than the OG. And R.I.P. Dolores. No, no way. It could not no, be No, just better. wait till you hear this shit. Why don't I remember this? Sorry, long intro, but I'm not No, it's sorry. killer. It's, it's one of the best. You can't skip it. Or it and also, you, also you can't sue us. No. Linger's their best song. Come on. No, yes. Dude, it's... But do they do the... Oh, yeah. You better oh. believe it. Oh, wow, it's amazing. The, like, Irish inflection is still, like, somehow translated. Uh, I, that was one thing that, uh, that, that yeah that's the thing I was wondering too See? I suppose you can't really do the song without doing that dude it's it's brilliant that's been like my my, my soundtrack for the week Linger's so good they're all good Linger is amazing um something about Dreams though I loved as a Dreams kid my is, mom yeah. would flog that album uh, Zombie obviously a killer Zombie a huge killer uh Linger and dreams are like that. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you I love the violin on, on linger. So good. Yeah, no, I'm a dreams guy. <laughs> you know, I'm such a fool for you. <laughs> you got me wrapped around, around your, your finger. finger. I was like, yeah, so cliche as hell, but the biggest 90s weekend because that's like the. I have uh, the Criterion channel mm-hmm. and has like trailers. Yeah, you, you are an Alameda cinema. I'm an Alameda cinema. Of course, it's like being a, uh, buying a Matilda scarf this like, week. It's yeah. the same as being a cinema fan <laughs> this week and subscribing to Criterion. But it has like, uh, it's cool on like a lot of streaming services. You can watch it with commentary. Like it has all the options, mm-hmm. but I always like watching the trailers and I forgot that Quentin Tarantino released Chunking Express in the States. So it's like, a band apart and I forgot that was like his production oh, so company cool. it's like presents that's and it's so like weird. in the font and it's like Quentin Tarantino presents and it's like using that song and I was like this is one of the best trailers I've seen that's probably why I watched it when I was in I, high school I think that's why yeah. I knew about it because he was like at that era you know and, and there's like you know Marty Scorsese and George Lucas but like bringing out a lot of Japanese cinema and stuff uh, late 80s early 90s yeah I think it was like him doing that and <laughs> I don't know. I kind of miss that. I kind of miss that. Like now films are so accessible to a degree that you don't have like a white guy mansplaining like <laughs> Akira Kurosawa to you. Like I kind of miss that. Cause then I, I don't know. I want that stamp of approval. So this penalty shootout, it yeah. lasts seven rounds. Yeah. It was like, of, uh, of crazy, like, right? of like either like both teams scoring or neither scoring. I went through 10. And like, like you just, you just feel for that fucking goalie. So, so they're the bad. main character of the planet. For yeah, that, like, it's crazy period. as yeah. shit. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the like Archie like was really invested in the game, and then just like he goes, I have to, I can't watch this. It's I'm gonna be in this my is room. Worse than Toy Story. I'm gonna be in my room. Yeah. Let me know what happens. Like yeah. it was the pressure was like until he's like, I really so want, I really want us to win. Like yeah, like and then like it's I, worse I, than when, uh, I, I I couldn't help but think in terms of sports manga. And like going like fuck if this was like a sports manga, That'd be ten issues, yeah, three volumes. Yeah, yeah. Minimum. I'm like, I, as you know, I've like a uh, big plot twist. I'm like two thirds of the way through Slam Dunk. It's uh, so sick. I'm so proud I, of I, you. I think I really started reading it. Uh, as you know, we had a week off. I didn't read it then, but I started reading it last week. I guess. Yeah, you were at like chapter four. Eight, volume four or five last week. And I'm week. just like I'm up to twenty, almost up to twenty three. God, that's so good. And I'm just like, <laughs> as someone who's just read that, there will be like. Like I think eight volumes are essentially like 
two halves of a game. <laughs> it's so good. We got like just under a week until the premiere. Yeah, in Sydney. I'm, I'm like and you're fully gonna, yeah. dunk pilled. Because I, I, I didn't, I hadn't read it all when I watched the movie. I I'm thinking of shaving my head red, uh, shaving my head again as dying it red, bright red, God, and so good. just getting angry at everyone. Sakuragi, <laughs> calling just... myself the phenom. <laughs> uh, dude, I love it. It's, Poking it's... people in the asshole. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. Just headbutting people yeah. and fingering my <laughs> my coach's butt. It's so funny that that's like that is like a funny gag you can do to it's someone awesome. in Japan. That's. Uh, it's... I don't have. Because like, have they culturally have to had to speak out against that? I don't know. I have a friend who's a, a school teacher in Osaka, and he yeah. said like the weirdest thing to get used to <laughs> was all the students like ramming their fingers up his asshole. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that bit of Oppenheimer when he finds out <laughs> finds out the two bombs dropped, and they're like, "Is there any?" Uh, like, what's been the you know what's been the um reaction to the fallout it's like well <laughs> kids are just sticking fingers in teachers butts yeah no when the when the the politicians like and don't don't drop bombs on any on on, on Osaka one time I was there <laughs> a, a child a child fingered my ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I my wife and I quite enjoyed that <laughs> uh so what happened at the end Australia won oh no I do know that I thought yeah, yeah. <laughs> did and, Archie come out um, I was like, oh, we won, and he's like, he just kind of be like, thank God, yeah. Like, yeah. But it was, yeah, it, it's a been a pretty cool moment. It's where- cool that it's in Australia. Like, it's uh, I the last time I think anything like this has happened was the Olympics, when everybody, you know, the games were uh, for one the big thing games. accessible to our time zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you Australia see? Was did you see any big moments? I saw Kathy Freeman win her gold medal. I saw that, but on like, I was, on television. I was there. <laughs> I was there, bro. I, I saw some tennis and some basketball. I saw some grass hockey. I was. Um, dad, my dad was just like anything. anything yeah, anything he could buy tickets to, he did. My uncle. <laughs> we, I, we, was, there was uh, one week where we went to an Olympic event every day of the week. Rules. My uncle, who is like, a, as I've said before, like a real reputable doctor. Like doctored really hard. He was like an official medic. Doctored really hard. Well, he doctored so hard that he's like, <laughs> uh, I think I've told, I've told you this so many times, he's a mister. Yeah, you've never said that he doctored really hard. Well, he like, you know, he, he made it to the semis of being a doctor. Or sure. Whatever. Um, uh, he went, Penalty shootout. Yeah, he went doctoring. hard in the doctor paint. And uh, he was like an official medic for the Olympics. So he has like the all of his shit framed and like Olympic stuff and that cool Sydney 2000. I had to give up my bedroom for a month to a Kathy Freeman no to um the parents of a British Olympian because like the obviously the Olympians were they had the they village. had accommod- accommodation in the village but <clears throat> if you're their parents and you want to see them p- compete yeah um other other families would put you up oh like billeting bean, so yeah bean, we had like bean a, bean. a random bean family stay at our house and I got to sleep downstairs on a fold-out bed for, for a few weeks that, how fun but is it actually that? was so sick yeah how I loved fun is it. it when you I remember when like we renovated my parents renovated our my childhood home and there was like a chunk of time, like maybe uh, two weeks where my bedroom just didn't have a roof. And so I was displaced and slept on a fold out thing. And they were like, we're so sorry. But at that age, it's like the coolest thing ever. You're like, my bed folds up. Yeah, and like, I was like, oh I was, my God, I've got a TV so, out here. Exactly, I had a TV and I yeah, was so the far from, from the other, from everyone else in the house that I could have music out really loud. Yeah, I, I loved it. Like, they don't realize. Yeah. They do realize, I think, and they're trying to sign They don't know you. that I live, love living down here. Yeah, they, I think they do know, and they're trying to apologize so you start to think, oh, maybe this isn't good. So, but yeah, I, it's, it's really cool that I feel like there's been a push for women's soccer um, for a while. And like, you know, to the point where like there was like, there's like a women's soccer Lego set and all these things where you can totally tell people are really trying to get behind it. Yeah. But I feel like the public, at least in Australia, could not, like everyone is like Team Matildas of now. Of course they are. Also, it helps that they're winning. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, of course. But like, I, I feel like if they won four years ago, there wouldn't be this same level of support. I don't think. 
I guess I, I, I guess I, I guess agree. because the the game I mean, it's like a perfect cocktail of everything. But you know, like the, 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 regu- the like people that are like women's soccer are boring is boring. Like they don't really have a leg to stand on right now because no, I don't think they ever yeah, did. Yeah. I didn't know about these debates as a guy who goes to the movies. Of course, <laughs> I was unaware of such. Well, maybe when they make a movie about well, Bobby the, just made the a women's billion, soccer, so I'm like, for, women, yeah. women are great at movies <laughs> now. You know, like Margot Robbie and uh, Greta Gerwig. That that made billion dollar movies. My favorite soccer players. Yeah. Um the uh, Krispy Kreme. Mm. Oh, you said you got a box. Yeah, so they did a thing today where you got a free Krispy Kreme if your if your name is Matilda. Oh wow! And so B went to Krispy Kreme in Parramatta with her Medicare card and said, "Here's my daughter's name. It's Matilda." They gave her a fucking box. That's cool. Of twelve Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, yeah. I now regret telling she named you. A kid I don't Matilda. want one. You were like, "Do you want one?" And I was like, "No, it's fine." But I they're just, gross, like, dude. Like they're not great. <laughs> yeah, but still, now that I know the backstory. It's kind of legendary. Yeah, it's but it's just, it's a, what a bizarre campaign. Yeah, you can't do that for the men's team. No yeah, one, no one's named another, their kid. I've seen Socceroo. a few things that are like if the Matildas win. I think Domino Pizza Hut were doing it. The Matildas win, they people get free pizzas. Well, if they win the grand final, we get a public holiday. Yeah, which is the first time New South Wales has gotten like a like a jock holiday because you know Melbourne has like a week off of like horse the grand final stuff. Grand, yeah, yeah. They have a day off before the grand final and like after the grand final. Right. Absurd. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. And I wouldn't be saying, no, you know what? If I were, were Victorian, I'd still be calling that absurd. I'm actually going to Victoria. I bought flights. For uh, the grand final. Uh, yeah. The, the Weezer show. It's my grand final. <laughs> Weezer versus Carlton. <laughs> yeah. We- Weezer versus uh, my um, music taste. So yeah, Weezer is supporting Kiss in Australia, but only doing a sideshow only in doing Brisbane two and headline Melbourne. shows in Brisbane, <coughs> Melbourne, and Sydney. They're only supporting Kiss, which I'm not a Kiss fan, so I don't care. But Rivers Cuomo is one of the biggest Kiss fans. My on the favorite planet. rock band, Kiss. Yeah, as he once said, um, loves Kiss, so he's ecstatic. He's never played with them before. Really? No. So he's like, "Wow, I can't believe I'm playing with them." That's and so weird that, that it's yeah, it's happening in Australia. I know. First. Very weird, <coughs> but I couldn't be fucked watching them in a support slot. So their set list have been very good. I uh, had a very excited exchange with our. Um, I guess CEO of the podcast, uh, Joel Dusha. Uh, we uh, are both going to that concert. Knowing Great. my social skills, I might see him or I might not. <laughs> he might he might not recognize you underneath the hoodie and glasses that you're going to wear to the to the yeah. concert. Yeah, or he might recognize me if I go in my uh, Joker outfit. <laughs> there I'm go. really excited. It's like uh, October. That's sick. Yeah, I'm going to be in uh, Melbourne in October too for PAX. Oh, what dates? For uh, like the first weekend. Oh, same. That's like sixth. Oh, cool. I'm I'm only there on the fifth, and I fly back. I'm on the there sixth. too on the fifth, dude. I'm going for a few days. Okay, okay. I'm just like going to take some time off and uh, just vibe come out. To, come to PAX with me. Yeah, invite me. <laughs> oh, you know it's going to smell crazy in there. Yeah, you know. I, but no, what's going <laughs> to smell crazy? Yeah, the Weezer. The smell. What's the fucking rated a Venn diagram? It's just a circle. The Weezer show. You know, how people do like those weird things where they like wave a petri dish around like a toilet, and then like. See, like, yeah, what diseases they are. Like, yeah. there was one where, like, they took um, at work, we had a guy who'd like kept his festival bands on, you know, how, like, losers do oh, that. Gross. Yeah, yeah. And I had like nine types of hepatitis <laughs> and like influenza, like, literally. Fuck. And they're just like, why do you wear this? They did that thing, but yeah, it'll be six hours of packs. Where, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure, like, my kids have a soft toy or two that is carrying some fucked up diseases just from being like. Hugged and dribbled on for five years. Oh, legitimately. Yeah. Um, so, what are you doing at PAX? Uh, DJing the opening party. That's awesome. Like, 
what Metal Gear Solid songs. Or... <laughs> yes, exactly. No, just like the 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 thirty second. No, I'm just gonna play Marvel Snap songs. Yeah, those go pretty hard. Yeah, can we can we recreate you and I watching uh, Black Adam and hearing that? I think at one point my my like volume was on and like. Yeah, I was it's like, so funny uh, that uh, it became a trend whenever you and I would go to DC movies that I would tune out just by like you just pick up your phone and start scrolling. I've never yeah. done that before. There's an ally to movies. Like, it's don't, insane. It was bizarre. Yeah. yeah, it's actually insane that I would do that. Did you see? Um, speaking of um, cinema and allies, that the Meg is like outgrossing the Flash. <laughs> made way more money <laughs> the on, on a sm- sorry, the Meg two on such a smaller budget. That's amazing. Just it's it's doing like ginormous numbers. There's like. I think it's exactly one month until we neither of us see the Blue Beetle. Yeah, well, we haven't been invited. Uh, I mean, we're going to get invited. And are you going to go? There's like a huge morbid curiosity. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm fully tapped out. Yeah, I'm tapped out, but I'm willing to go if like if if Marvel Snap can reel me back in with like an amazing new like a uh, series of cards or something. I, I'll yeah, go like, if Tears of the Kingdom had just come out then like I did the Little Switch. Mermaid no. I was like I think I sent you a photo of me playing Tears of the Kingdom in the state theatre while like Melissa McCarthy and stuff were on stage getting interviewed I was playing a random Kirby game on the 3DS during um, Uncharted yeah I don't blame you at all uh, and we saw some shit movies last year people make shit movies they're the worst um, I, I was just thinking before when we said Oppenheimer and then DC how, how fucking crazy is it it hit me today because I was just thinking of um, films and Christopher Nolan because, you know, I didn't watch The, the Women's Soccer. Then we got a Batman trilogy directed by Christopher Nolan. That's fucking crazy. A standalone. Like... Yeah, I mean... It was like... they're the they're, That was so good. And he did that so he could eventually make the movie Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like, isn't it amazing that he like... A trilogy, not one... This guy did a take on Batman that was consistent for three films. And then he also cock-blocked the studio from making anything tie into it. Anything. And was just like, this is standalone. In- I get final introduced edit. a Robin and then said, no, no, no. Well, no, that was the... <laughs> That'll do. Well, that, like the idea of Robin is all you need. You yeah, know what course, I mean? Whereas yeah. like the, the greedy... Oh, I'm so glad we didn't get more Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It was never going to happen. It ended there. Like that's where it ended. But it's just like, isn't insane that we got... That, that was like only like... 10 years ago you know what i mean yeah think of the fucking shit that's come since then from everywhere <laughs> have you seen the um snl open like joseph gordon levitt was hosting i think so is he singing it, or something instead of doing a monologue he does the yeah. song make him laugh from singing in the rain uh, make him laugh yeah make he's got laugh. that real and like does all that like but it, it, it doesn't do any jokes it's just him doing verbatim the right. routine where he like runs up the wall i think bobby moynihan steps in and does like one joke during it but the crowd is just silent yeah because you go to <laughs> like what the fuck fucking, is this yeah broadway's a few streets over you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. Know, it's so weird um but yeah just insane that we got like that is precious that that exists yeah in today's like climate of fucking moon night and you know what i mean it's it's absurd that it exists and has like a really good composer and like insane actors and beautiful cinematography and as like, Michael Caine Michael Caine is in Alfred. three Batmans Morgan Freeman is the gadgets guy yeah. <laughs> like, it's absurd <laughs> it's so insane he's Batman's Donatello it's insane it, it, it it's in, like no don't take that for granted and Chris, it's so weird now to think like Christopher Nolan just did all three like he didn't tap out after one like it's so weird that he was like i'm gonna do three of these what's weirdest is weirder, weirdest about it is like this is how lot like lost in my way i got when i first saw 
Batman Begins and yeah. Batman and Dark Knight, yeah. I was such a film bro yeah. that the Batman Batmanness of it all I hated. And now you're like, that's and, so cool. Well, no, now I'm like, I've, I've come back to to, but like sure. at the time, remember it took you being like, actually the movies are good, yeah, <clears throat> for me to give them a second chance sure. and then get into Batman, and that's yeah, sure. when all this bullshit started. Yeah. You you got me into, you started me on this. But I'm not even. I was never part of that comics. bullshit either. I was just like casual. You exactly. You had like the three Batman comics that everyone owns, yeah. but I hadn't ever read them before. No. So I, what was like Killing Joke? Dark Knight Returns and, and Year One, Year One, the, the fucking yeah. trilogy of uh, Edge Lords. <coughs> yeah, but then after, like from that, I got like the, the Long Halloween trilogy. And <laughs> oh no, Long Long Halloween is also it, and yeah, I love Long Halloween. Um, yeah, Long Halloween rules. Dark Victory. But fuck, it's 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 insane that we got that, and like Dark Knight is just like a movie that's kind of about Batman, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, sure, yeah, yeah. It feels like you've just picked up an issue. It would be so funny if if like. He's like, yeah, I'm going to make a superhero movie again. Oh, he actually explicitly said in a recent interview, I'm never There's no fucking way. He's just Imagine like, if like, he did. Yeah, I'm making Shazam 3. Yeah, Zachary Levi's got some very interesting takes yeah. on the character that the um, other director didn't allow him to go to. Yeah, and we're going to keep the same kid who is now a fully grown yeah, man. Yeah, and we're going to presuppose to be, yeah. that... Uh, but we're going to de-age him. It's insane that it exists. Like... I know that sounds basic as hell, but I was just like... It's pretty funny. But it's just... But I was just like... The, every, I think because you, of like, like... I imagine you like kneeling at the bed at, your, at the end of your bed no, each just night. Just like not being able to sleep. Praying. No, praying. Thanking God for three Dark Knight... Three it's Batman insane. movies directed by Christopher Nolan. Because then we had fucking Zack Snyder, The Flash, like the Michael Keaton. Like think of all of the shit that's happened in such a small amount of time after. Dear God, thank you for three Batman movies directed by Christopher Nolan. That are and, mid. And, and for allowing Quentin Tarantino to introduce the film Chunking. No, introduce... Chinese films Chinese. To, to to the Western world, <laughs> and the uh, Cranberries cover of Dreams by Fei Wong. Yeah. It's been a good big week. It's been a huge week for me. I'm reading manga. I'm thinking about the Dark Knight trilogy. I, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm going, when have I got nine hours to just watch that all back to back one weekend? We did it one. No, we yeah we did no we did the one first two, two and then we yeah. saw the next one. Like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm week. thinking it's back. Sne- sneaking some. <laughs> I got some those 4K sitting there burning a hole in my. Uh, uh, Blu-ray yeah, collection. I in the mall on DVD too. I was on Blu-ray as well. Yeah, I think we got given a bunch of Blu-rays to give away at a at a trivia night. I just kept I'm not giving that away, you idiot. <laughs> what I, we what need, call me we need five copies each. Yeah, what are you going to call us and check that we gave them away? Go away. We're not going give, to give them away to the audience that called us bat fags. No, well, I would actually now. I'd be like, <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> you got us good, guys. Um, yeah, damn, Christian Bale, <laughs> Tom Hardy. Heath Ledger. I, I want to like, see. It's so good that it sounds so grim, but it was just so good that like that's the only Heath Ledger Joker performance. You know what I mean? Right. Very imitated. By well, no, I mean like Jason yeah. Momoa and like every other actor. Yeah, totally. But it's it's incredible. The I think that like that adds unhinged. this like extreme specialness to that particular film too. Like it ends and you you don't go. Oh, it was a bit too much. Like you know what I mean? It didn't mm. overdo a good thing. Like Jack Sparrow in like the pirate sequels when they're just like, oh, it's about him now. And it was like, he was kind of good when he flitted in and out of the first one. Like that's the best use of that character. How many are there? Five of those movies? Yeah. But he's not in one? No, he's in all of them. But I think like, I think after three, they just, he's the only consistent thing. They change everything else. It's so funny that like Disney never had another successful theme park influenced um, like it was oh, so ride dude, attraction the influence movie. Haunted Mansion invites. 
Oh, is it, what's up with movies coming out so much later than the rest of the world? It's in very Australia old at the world. I, I guarantee it's strike related. Wait, well, I know one of them. There's that DreamWorks movie which flopped in America, the Teenage Kraken one. Yeah, that's coming out soon. That I doesn't. Know, it's coming out like the same week as Blue Beetle. It's so funny. It came out over a month ago it came out in America. So long ago. Yeah. Um, but I got that Haunted Mansion invite and uh, the funny thing is there's a Baskin Robbins out the front of the cinema. You reckon they're going to do some tie-ins? Yeah, because what, there's like, like so many weird... Apparently um, there's a lot of like ADR'd um, like corporate shout-outs. Like there's shots. I've seen someone, someone's filmed it, put it up online um, of, of Lakeith Stanfield role and he's speaking about his wife dying. And it's not delivered in a funny way. It's like a serious scene. But when he mentions the brands, it's like... You, it's he's like, reaction. yeah, my, my wife got... Got hit by a car on the way back from Baskin and Robbins. But as, like, as he says yeah. that line, it cuts to reaction shots of other actors. So like, it's obviously ADR'd. <laughs> like, right. insert brand here. And apparently it happens like four or five more times in the film. What just, if it's it's regional and it's a different ice cream chain for Wendy's. every country? That'd be great country. for Australia, Wendy's. <clears throat> yeah. Gloria, you know, she just loves New Gloria Zealand jeans. natural. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gloria jeans. She just loves a uh, mocha, mocha shake That actually jeans. is fucking funny if they yeah. do like a really regional specific ice yeah, cream shop. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Like if they do it by state. They find out which are the biggest yeah. chain by chain in, in all of Australia. Uh, you know, she died... Um, she from died hypothermia pick, from cold rock picking uh, up a Coast. picking up a 30 cent cone from mcdonald's yeah actually I'm, I'm wrong i think they're 50 cents now yeah that that's all 80 i didn't uh, know but available 24 hours a day <laughs> uh, you know breakfast menu closes this time that time yeah yeah I, i'm kind of morbidly curious to see that the new haunted mansion I love that. Yeah, they, they, they could, it's all. They already did a failed haunted mansion with Eddie, Eddie fucking Murphy, Murphy. who if, was at if, the time if, like yeah huge. Well. I think no. I think it's like a string of Eddie Murphy it flops. A, it was like yeah, you're right. In between Pluto Nash and uh, but was it because he did he had so much nutty nutty professor yeah goodwill. Riz. Well yeah, he he'd rizzed out and when he played the entire cast of the Nutty Professor to the clumps. <laughs> That's so good. He outrizzed himself. <laughs> uh, probably his last like hugely beloved performance where he made a lot of money was um that or Mulan. I like Bowfinger. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Stephen did that Martin. do well? Fuck, I mean, there's so much good. There's so much good TV at the moment. Only murders in the building, which you've not watched. I haven't watched. Season three just dropped. It's really, it's a really good show. Yeah, look, it's it's always in the queue. I have like two episodes left of The Bear season two. Finally, I can't wait to talk to you about. Oh, and you watched episode seven and six. Fucking incredible episodes. Yeah, I'm with like Richie Fire. I always was like a character that I was rooting for. He's the best character. And and now I'm like, I cannot believe how good they've made him. It's. it reminds me a lot of like when when like yeah uh, yep. Tanamichi yeah just it's, working it's, hard it's that finally slim, yeah. becoming a team player <laughs> well not even Hanamichi who's the the guy who can do the the, the three pointers the Kagi no, no oh Rukawa no not Rukawa oh Mitsui uh, the one that comes yeah. back yes Sorry, yeah yeah yeah, 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 he's, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah cool we're talking about Slam Dunk no. everyone and what are that's just so called? sick that you've read all of Slam Dunk we can make I this podcast so much worse now <laughs> I know yeah yeah Mitsui he has the uh, he falls over hurts his knee misses a season or two. And then becomes comes a back a fucking uh, as a bully. Comes back like, with cigarettes. My, the gym fight, like volume. <laughs> was a good four volume. No, it was like four. So volumes. good. Yeah, yeah. Is that in the film? No. Okay. It's like it's, there's a flashback, flashback to sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can't wait to see that fucking movie Damn. again. I can't wait to see it now that I'll know the canon as well. And now a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, but that Richie arc in episode 7 of The Bear, that entire episode, and then you get that fucking scene with... Um, uh, why can't I remember her name? Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman, who is also in Heart, Heartbreaker season two, and which I'm watching. And also in uh, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. <laughs> As I was saying to B, it's so funny <laughs> that she's in two of the best shows I've seen this year. Yeah. And, and Secret and, and, Invasion. And Secret Invasion. The worst. That, that Richie the worst. episode is impeccable, right? Yeah. Just like, fuck. And that amazing bit with the phone call and she's like, I'm getting married. And I love that they introduced Gillian Jacobs as his wife. ex-wife yeah. in, the, in the previous episode. They've, they've set up... like. I know a lot of people were, I, I saw like a, a bit of discourse about like how distracting it was that, cause there's a flashback episode in season two of the bear. And there's, there's and a, there's a big flashback opener, I think in season one. Um, well not, I think when you I learn who it. the actor is, who there's plays that Mikey. great scene where it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. him. It's just the family. You don't see the mom and the father, but it's just, you forget. Yeah. John, it's, them it's John, John, we're going to do John Berenthal spoilers for the first one and a half seasons of the bear. Yeah. Everyone. John Berenthal plays Mikey, Mikey. who is like, you know, fucking New York in Sex in the City. He's like the fifth character of uh, The Bear. He's in every scene, but isn't. So I, I knew that episode six, I had no idea of any, like I, I thought that- So I didn't you were, know either. You were like, you mentioned someone in, um, and I, I, I can't even remember, in, in, we were recording an episode- Will Poulter. Okay, right. And that was and, unrelated. And I, and I forgot who I that like, was. I was like, oh, you're after the Will Poulter. <clears throat> right. Because I so knew it was early. His cameo in the, in the oh, not even cameo, his, his, his role in the um, Copenhagen hour. episode, I was just could not believe how good he was. Now, I know so, the Richie episode, when he has do you realize the, that he is, Kami was the, the picture, chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yes. there was one guy I worked with and I realized I could never be that good. It's, it's Kami. God damn it, I love photo, this show. I was like, that payoff. Yeah. Man, I got chills talking about it now. Because you're like, that's an amazing... That's and why I think last week I asked you, I was like, do you remember that monologue he gave about that chef? Yeah. I was like, who do you think... But I, I didn't even say that, but then it's just like, Richie's leaving, final part, and he just sees that photo, and it's Kami and Will Poulter, and you're like, fuck, that is that is my... um, uh, that That is my... I'm trying to think of a real bad Marvel reference, where they're like... <laughs> Thor's hammer or something. Yeah, that's yeah. my Thor's hammer. <laughs> um, that's my. Why don't you use your real name, Robin? Yeah, that's my. Um, <laughs> uh, it's left a calling card. <laughs> you know. Um, but I also love that. Yeah, in the the Richie episode, it, it takes this. You know, you, you 
just because of the nature of, of the restaurant industry, when all these people are working for a chef, Terry, you expect it to be a man. Yeah. And then when it turns out to be to not be just a, ma- a man, but not just not as a woman, but also like an immediately recognizable actor in Amazing. Olivia Coleman. And also you can tell how much Richie respects this person and he wouldn't believe anyone else if they said that calm said good things about him. No. It takes her being the one saying, he's got your back. Yeah. Um, that's what. Ask that's one favor. of the biggest things that changes him. And I love as a that person. we don't see any of those things on screen, like calm calling. You know what no, I mean? And exactly, I love that yeah, you yeah. learn this shit sporadically. But you kind of expect that you just you're like, no, no, calm is good. And calm, he's, a lo- he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's great. He's just like too <clears throat> too good at being a chef to 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 be good in any other aspect of his life. I love it, Tina's arc is fucking amazing. So her singing karaoke. So the man that episode, that was so beautiful. And then her going out with everyone. Her singing karaoke, and then like obviously not the same episode, but very similar. Um, uh, Richie singing, singing Taylor, "Love Story" by Taylor Swift. Just driving. Because like, yeah. and and B, we were laughing so much at that, and B was like, "Oh, like it's so funny that of all the Taylor songs, it's that song." I'm like, "Well." It makes sense because he's only into Taylor Swift because his five-year-old yeah, daughter five-year-old, is, uh, and, and so that that would be the song that 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 she'd that be she knows. playing on repeat. And he even says earlier that season, he's like, "Oh, something about he's heard Taylor Swift so many times." Remember? Yes, or totally. Drops her, drops the daughter off, and but, he's like, "But so episode six is a is a flashback Christmas episode. It's like and, almost feature length. It's and like I, seventy minutes." I saw people talking about like that it was good, but it was very distracting because all of the family members are played by extremely recognizable actors. I didn't know who was going to be Same. in it. I somehow and managed to not know anybody except for Jillian Jacobs. Cause she's the creator's wife in real life. Oh, I didn't know that. And I saw her post a photo somewhere. Someone tweeted it or retweeted her Instagram. She was wearing the original <laughs> birth. Shirt. Oh, cool. And then someone was like, Oh yeah, she's the guy's wife. So um, or partner, but they're like, but yeah, straight away you see fucking Bob Odenkirk and John Mulaney, like in like the first five like seconds of the, the episode. The best thing I've ever seen Mulaney. I was, I was just like, what? Like Mulaney was insane <laughs> when he's just like, I'm going to give you $500 and all you'd have to pay me back, but you have to, to call me, me, to tell once me once a week. What has happened to that? I was like, that was like one of the, the funniest things I've ever seen. Just that entire conversation. Uh, Sarah Paulson as his wife. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and she's and- like the one that's like, come to New York. It's so yeah. also so rare to see like we see Bob Odenkirk play shady guys all the time, he's but never like a, a complete asshole. And Dude, he's the fork. Oh my god! And then the fact the fork is leads into the episode Richie all the about forks. forks. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, Burnthal's amazing. Yeah. He's incredible in this. That like light switch moment when he's so happy and jolly in life for the party, and then he gets that like present from Calm, and it just something it triggers him or something. Yeah, and he's just in that mood for the rest of it, and he this like. And we sort of really know what Odenkirk's relationship is. Is he an uncle? Yeah, I think he's just like, you know, like in, in the same way that Richie is like a cousin. Yeah. I think that but he But his fits. surname is apparently... So in season one, the um, tomato cans. Yeah. It's like uh, B-K-U or something. It's like Jimmy's, the like... What are they saying? Barazzo or something. Yeah, like Barazzo. Yeah. And the theory is it's um, Odenkirk's other surname. All the people that lent the money. Yeah, right. Okay. And sure. I'm sure we'll find out as the show goes on more. <coughs> but he's the one that was like really grilling him about yeah. doing nothing. And I think that's where it came. Oh man, and that great scene with Jimmy when he's like, 
she's like, oh, you got him a job. And yeah, yeah. Just like, oh. And I, I, I love Gillian Jacobs. Like, Britta was like one of the like the better characters totally. in, she's in great. Community. And like, yeah. I never she was watched, great in that show, Love. I was going to say, I never watched yeah. it with Paul. Um, Paul. I forget his name. The guy from Don't Stop or We'll Die. Yeah. Um, he directed the Pee Wee movie. Third Pee Wee film. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Pee Wee. R.I.P. R.I.P. Wee. R.I.P. Wee. Um, but then, of course, we haven't talked about her at all, and she's fucking incredible in Jimmy this episode. And, but my stock, fresh off a fucking Oscar as well, uh, and w- for which I don't think she deserved. No, she was. I thought like I was like, oh, this is the Oscar performance. <laughs> and like, I, I was like, you know, I, I I did like Everywhere All. I loved it, but Great I, film. I, I don't think it deserved a lot of the Oscars that it that it won. And no. I think of all the Oscars that it won, the least deserving was Jamie Lee Curtis. In fact. I would have given it to the other um, actor from Everything Errol all at once. The over, daughter. Exactly. 100%. She was so much she better was than so, Jimmy yeah, Curtis. Yeah, I agree. There. I think that, and as we know, they don't give Oscars for the best talent. They're like, thanks for being in the film industry yeah, for totally. 40 years. Hey, we loved A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, we loved you in True Lies. Yep. She should have got it for True Lies. She's incredible <laughs> in that. She really is. Um, and I know that like a lot of people don't like her at the moment because of her um, comments her about the strike. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. But she was insanely good in this. Like she had a very hard role to play have a, uh, as this like fucking burnt, damaged member of mother. My family who is um, so I was quite. Uh, I'm not going to say triggered, but it was oh. very similar to a lot of my family Christmases. Not an immediate family, not my mother or father, but someone we see constantly at Christmas, a, a relative who has like a huge drinking problem and gets in that erratic, like thinks they're the main character giving instructions. Mm -hmm. And I was like feeling very calmy watching that. I was like just being quiet and just like at at Christmas, I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't really sometimes like those family events. Not because of, you know, my immediate family, (laughs) but I find them far more stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, like I, I I love, love her to death, but my, my mother-in-law refuses to let anyone but her cook on Christmas. And And it's like, like why are there three different meats for a tape for a, for, you know, and then it's the like exhaustion that comes from that. And you're like, you don't, you don't have to be obviously that's the only element that's similar for her. She's not, she's not a drunk and she's not not angry at everyone, but yeah. Yeah. It's not good. And I was like, Oh, this was actually like very familiar to Christmases I've been to. So I, a lot of people were like, I found that episode really hard to watch. I fucking laughed that I didn't shit know. up. I, I was oh like, I'd watch that in a theater, like in a yeah, cinema. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was incredible. It was like when everyone said how like stressed out Uncut Gems made them. Yeah, or like when people I was were in like, like a state even of like people were very movie. stressed from the season one episode, the one take episode when they get like Uber Eats installed. Remember, and the yeah. receipt keeps popping, and it's yes. just that one. I yeah, it's a stressful scenario, but also like I'm very aware that these are actors. You know what I mean? I don't know. So yeah, the the last um, I love meeting Fax brother. I, and then he, they teased the sister. Yeah. And I was the, like... The facts is... And, I, and when, when he got denied that, that of, of, of allowing her to come, I was like, like damn Who it. is it going to be? I know, I was like, so got next year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they just passed this, the fire suppression test. That was the last uh, thing that happened. That's right. And like... The balloon. <clears throat> I, I've set up a restaurant in 2011 Wait, what do they realise it's from again? From, it's something Mikey did. He he, t- when, he tr- when he when he tried to set when he tried to set the the, the restaurant Jew on fire. For a, Jewish uh, lightning is what Jewish what, they, what, what he calls Richie, it. Uh, I, don't, I never have a problem. I've never heard that term outside of this show. It's American, I guess. Yeah, um, but uh, it means like an insurance scam, right? Right. I guess in Chicago, it's probably like a very derogatory. Of course, yeah. In like, general, I'm sure it has yeah. a horrible. I'm sure, Kanye uh, West has probably used it a few times. I'm sure it's like the name of his next album. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Jewish yeah. Lightning feet Drake <laughs> <laughs> when they patch things up finally. 
Um, but yeah, I set up a restaurant with my wife in 2011 and, and we were calling on family for, for so many favors. At one point we went to a hospital to check out their old oven that they wanted to get rid of, in, wow. if, in, you know, cause we're just, we, I think we set up the entire restaurant for $20,000. That was the extent of the loan that we were given from family it's members. Very cheap as well. So cheap. We did it on the cheap because a lot of stuff was already in there. It was, um, you know, like when you set up a restaurant from scratch, a lot of your money comes from installing a grease trap and installing exhaust fans. Mm-hmm. But that was already there. So we just had to like do loan equipment mm-hmm. from, um, from companies and buy a few things. Um, but it was still like, you know, Every every day for a month, I had to be in the city at five a.m. because that's all, all the builders were doing stuff for us as favors, mm-hmm. and so they would do it before other jobs Fuck. or as early as possible so they could get it out of the way. Yeah, um, and <clears throat> it just there's so many parallels of like. Like the first time the health inspectors came to visit us was one of the scariest experiences of my life. It was like three days into our restaurant and they came because there was a fucking Band-Aid in someone's food that fell off. It was off, It was one that... On a colleague. I, I don't know. It was me. Oh, wow. Because I, 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 I did it to prevent myself getting a blister. Yeah. I, I, the, the person who gets a band in their mouth doesn't know that but no. like and I told I, I talked about it on the show a few years ago someone wrote to me and said hey I felt guilty about this for years but I've got me. to come clean I've reported you to the health inspector and I feel so bad about that like blah, blah, blah. like your food was really good I went there so many times afterwards but I was, like, I was like I was like I was like dude like no I've like you did the right thing because it made our restaurant better yeah 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 <clears throat> it was a shitty mistake that I had to learn from but it is that is one of the fucking craziest things I've ever done in my in, in my life, and it's so it's funny that, that it's you this, did it and survived. It's this open and shut chapter of Andrew Levin's restaurateur. You're like, yeah, I did that. Next I, one, yeah, exactly. Like you tell your kid, like, oh, Dad, did you go to a restaurant one day? And you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, Archie, because like you can see, Archie will see, like occasionally go get my cookbook and look through all the recipes, hmm. and he'll be like, like, this guy, Matt Damon, looks like you. <laughs> How did Matt Damon write a cookbook? Um, but yeah, See, like, and, and, and he's like, he's, he's so disappointed that he can't like just co- go to my restaurant and eat hot dogs all the time and stuff now. But okay, whatever. Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> we did do a chili dogs for a while. They were you fucking sure great. Yeah. Dynamite chili dog. Um, yeah, you. I guess you 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 had your bear moment, or was that the beef moment? And now you're gonna leave it to somebody to uh to make it the bear. I do love that they're maintaining the hole in the wall like takeaway spot. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise okay, cool. it it bit. is a very funny like story where it's like it's, let's get rid of this na- beloved neighborhood yeah. spot and right. open and this extremely gentrified doing, like huh, yeah doing the takeaway spots great like you need that you get the beef and like a long running joke i remember like when i went i did my honeymoon in america in 2013 13 yep good memory um and uh my friend dan hong who's a chef he was there around the same time and i remember him writing to me going hey take a note Every restaurant you go to in America, every high-end restaurant, every single course is a meat served with a fruit. No other country does this. It's so weird. And then, yeah, it's really funny because every single dish that Kami or Sydney represents, it, um, like suggests, it's it's a meat with, with, a, fr- with a fruit, yeah, yeah, yeah. with blueberries plum or plum or, or pear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's a really funny American fine dining thing. That's so weird. Yeah. Maybe fruit's like a big but deal like, there. But I kind of, I love that. Like that is well, well researched. Yeah. But I don't know if they see it fun, like find it funny like, like we do. Probably not. Yeah. It's uh, like, I, mean, I feel like, yeah. They're fine, not laughing when they say it. Fine dining in Australia is a bit simpler. Like yeah, it's like all the, vegetables. All the flashy shit that like, all the, like that dumb 
um god what was the heston blumenthal yeah, name yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. you know making a foam out yeah, of this blah, 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 blah. like yeah there's elements of that in in the bears dishes that i feel like aren't true to people no one just no one does that shit in sydney anymore no but he's um, like you know he's he, he's like noma slash that fictional new york restaurant he was the best chef at Hard to shake that shit. So he's got a great, great parenting update. Oh, really? Um, so Tilly and Archie have been obsessed with this um, dog shit show on Netflix mm. called Baking Impossible. Sure. And uh, it is where they come... Where they like, <laughs> make cakes or something? So one of them is... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's teams of two. <clears throat> one of them is a baker and yeah. the other one is an engineer. And so That's they will be cool. given challenges where they have two days to construct a cake that can can survive an earthquake. And so they build like this enormous cake and then they have to like survive like three levels of earthquakes. That's and if really it falls, weird. they lose. The kids love it. They're so invested and they have like two. There, there was one team that they just love. They're like the younger guys. Like one of them is like this chick that has purple hair and the other one's like this like like young engineer. And um, they were their favorite and B just sent me a message saying, so Cindy and Taylor didn't win Baking Impossible and Archie and Tilly both bawled their eyes out. <laughs> Those damn kids. To calm Tilly down, I found them both on Instagram and you're going to have to show them a bunch of their reels tomorrow morning. <laughs> kids these fucking days. And like, this is like, these are kids that survived the penalty shootout that we watched on Saturday night. Crying that some... Uh, the best thing is they call the contestants on the show Bacon Ears. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's really... Um, epic. Yeah, that's epic. Epic Bacon, bacon. Ears. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is wild as fuck for like the their concept their food concept shows like is that like uh, is it cake is it cake there's a uh, uh, nailed it nailed it yeah yeah which I thought was a show about like getting your nails done <laughs> or, or, or like trying to smash heaps of chicks yeah or like just carpenters just being like <laughs> yeah. yeah nailed it that'd be cool actually but yeah like, like that's my kids crack I've had Netflix they, for a few months wow it's like twenty something dollars a month now it's so expensive but and I was like I. Don't watch anything on there. All my kids' favorite programming. Even Teen, Teen Titans Go. Yeah. B- Binge doesn't have two seasons and they're the ones that my kids are up to. And like I still have my account, Netflix. but it's just like, oh, you, if I go to watch something, it doesn't work. And I'm like, I have, there's nothing on there that I want to watch. So you just stop paying? Or yeah, yeah, you can cancel, cancel it. it. Yeah. I just don't have anything I want to watch on there until like Selling Sunset comes out. Like, I have I have all of so them. It's so fucking expensive. I know, I have all of them. I claim. Oh, I do too, but I was like, I don't even want to just... Pay $22 a month to not watch Netflix. It just seems like yeah. a sucker thing to yeah. do. Plus, I was like, they're just going to make more dog shit shows with that money. I don't want Honestly, them- like, they're, they're going to they're be the first ones to fully pioneer, like, an AI-made television show. I believe it's, it's already, already been yeah. made and films have been made and they just haven't told us yet because they know the feedback. Like, that fucking Gal Gadot film that's out Which now. is, like, from the executive producer of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Part one. Yeah. yeah. Like, that one. That's an AI movie. That's the entity is made. That's what they mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Producer. That's a fake. Movie. Oh, good. Yeah, when 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 Tom Cruise uh, swims to the bottom of the ocean and t- puts both keys in the entity, Gal Gadot comes out. Netflix turns off. Boom. Yeah. yeah. That, it's it's. I just can't watch anything on that. Yeah. It's, it's true crime stuff that they're still riffing off from making a murderer because that was a hit. Seven years ago. Well, their original programming is rough. I mean, I, I, they got a, good, a lot of good anime on there. Yeah, but sure. that, I'm also paying for fucking Crunchyroll and High Dive at the moment. Oh, so yeah, all I pay for is Disney. I pay for, I have everything. It's. I mean, I get some other stuff for free. I got, we, we, for some reason, we have Stan Free Forever. Forever. I don't know what but, we did, yeah. but we just have it. Um, and well, uh, I, I watched Degrassi on there. I'm keeping that thing. 
Param- Paramount we have I have that for free um, Oh you, yeah we share Paramount you, You've given me a login You for have that Jarvis one. I made your login Jarvis <laughs> <laughs> Your AI uh, Jarvis <laughs> um, But yeah I think yeah, Disney Because ha- we've got all the FX And um, Honestly and, like, I know all it the sounds like we're Disney build But Disney Plus in Australia Is like by far the best service I've been watching the new Futuramas And it only took them three episodes To make a fully dog shit one Oh, I mean the, that's that's pretty good. The third episode was so bad. It's Which about, one was that? It's like a fucking Western oh, like a cowboy one. I saw a clip from and it, and it's on, about Bitcoin. I saw a clip from it on like Instagram, and I was like, it was like thirty seconds, and I guess it was the highlight of the episode to try to get you to watch it, and it was rough stuff. I was just like, man, why, why? It, was it just so felt like unf- it was really I didn't, bad. It was one of those ones where I just didn't laugh the entire time, and I was like, oh, that's the like sign um that disenchantment. <laughs> that eventually I know I that said I never returned for season two, but by the end of season one it got good. By the end of season one I like got kind of what it was about. Yeah, so totally. it was just like Yeah, it just feels like a fake show. I watched the uh, classic episode. Oh, the only thing I get Netflix for is um I think you should leave as well as selling sunset. I knew there was another. Yep. Yeah. I just wish they did more stuff like that instead it's all like you must binge this show about people trying to kill each other. You know what I mean? Or like yeah, so the be- teen show, but now they're Asian because we saw the uh, Chinese people like this or the teen show, but it's... What? No, you know, they like they, they like use people's data to reverse engineer shows. Sure. Yeah. Or just sell concepts to different countries. And then, yeah. And then weirdly that, that country's version of a show becomes more popular. Yeah. And now they're like, like, apparently they're like remaking Squid Game as an English show. Yeah. Like a, sorry, like an English native show. And it's just like the other one is already like record breaking. It's okay that it's in Korea. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, you don't need it's just If anything, the only thing people had a problem with from first Squid Game was the English the American actors. Character, yeah. Actors, yeah. Fucking <coughs> insane. Yeah, I, I don't really I yeah. um I finished season three of Demon Slayer today. Um, oh yeah, sure. Uh really good finale. I think the there's you know the chick with the pink hair? Yeah. Um, the she's like the the butterfly one, the, the love Hashira. No, I don't know. Maybe oh. I haven't seen it yet. She's got an, an enormous rack. You'd love it. I mean, she's already my favorite. And she has her, her sword What's is like is like a ribbon. Sick. What's her name? Uh, is it Mitsui? Would you say love Hashira? Right, I'm just gonna I think, Google that. I'm gonna look at this love Hashira. I think I just Ooh. named a slam dunk I just character. Spoiler anyway. too. Oh yeah, she's cool. Oh yeah, massive rack. Yeah. The um, only character whose like clothes seem to just like not cover that part of her body, <laughs> just strategic like a button a, a is power, power girl. I don't like her own. eyes, bit, bit much. You don't have to look at him, brother. Trust me, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I respect women's sport. <laughs> when when's this scene in the movie when she's eating mochi when she's sucking mochi balls like ball? I don't like, know. I think, yeah, like it must be hopefully next season. But um, this season it drags for a while because they go really really into um the backstory of one of the other characters. Oh, and, uh, like what one of the leads. Uh, no, no, like, like you know, like it's well, okay. Season two and three, it's it's just the gang hanging out with different Hashira, like different sure. different swordsmen, and you learn their backstory, and uh, it's always like, yeah, I you know I had a loving family or a difficult family, but then one day demons came and killed all my family, and yeah. I'm the only survivor. And it's like, why are we spending three episodes explaining like just doing a different ver- variation the same on the main character yeah, story that we've seen again? In the first. Um, so they do that for that, and then they when when she sh- shows up to the like in the like the second last episode, or whatever. It's so good. She's so much fun. She like kicks ass. She has an amazing weapon, um, and she's just a fun character. And after everyone has these tragic backstories, um, her backstory is that no one wants to marry her because she has pink hair. Yeah, I mean it happens <laughs> to the best of us. 
That's that's yeah. very tragic. <laughs> it's like that, that's a it, like no one in her family dies. She just is strong and has pink and hair massive tits and a big rack, and no one wants to marry her, so she becomes a swordsman. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like John Wick, I guess, except <laughs> uh, she didn't lose a partner, and um, I guess her pet's still alive. I started uh, season two of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, um, and it's a prequel. A yeah, season. it's like a full, full on, like a full. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we got a full first season, right? Thirteen episodes of that first season. Then they made Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is the original series, into a movie. Um, and now they're doing a season that's an entire flashback. Is um, that how it follows in the manga at all, or no? Uh, been quite liberal with that. Yeah, it kind of goes back and forth through mm. time. But yeah, it is weird that like they introduce the three leads and then see ya. We, we're not going to see him for so long. That's, yeah, uh, that is interesting. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 combo of one of my favorite opening themes, the Eve song. Mm. Um, they still keep that? No, that's not in it. And then the amazing closing song. With, yeah. And so like the the, the, the the theme songs this season just do not hold a candle. You're like, well, what's the point of watching this Exactly. Show? It's still really good and well animated. Well, it's like but a sandwich, but now the bread is dog shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, remember how good the... Like Lost in Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Great animation. One of the best. Yeah, I haven't watched those for a while. Anime's fun as shit. I just, you know... Crunchyroll. And also like... I don't know. I love Chainsaw Man. That was one of the greats. Yeah, I gotta watch Demon Slayer though. I I, I love season one and um, Megan Train, Megan Train, Megan Trainer, Megan Trainer. Love yeah. love her work <laughs> as in the in the in the pop scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so weird that that was like the highest. I was reading the other day, people were just like, "That's crazy. That that's the highest grossing movie in in Japan." Yeah, it was and like it was all it because was... of COVID and because people were like. It's it's not a great film by any means. Like it's a no, it's so good. It's no, like, it's good, but they're like yeah. it's not fucking spirited away. Like people sure, aren't going to be yeah, talking yeah. about. But it. if you like fucking fighting, it was right place, right time. That for this, second like, that that second half of the movie is yeah, it's the good. Best, but it's also then I think seen. also almost being like instantly lowered because it's like this next season was like it cut up. As, I know, like that's. They, oh, no, they just re. I mean, I think they just re-edit it as as a sure. as episodes. But yeah. it's like it's I think so, a lot of people were taken aback by that, though. Yeah, it is funny that that is the highest grossing movie. But it is, it totally was a COVID thing, I think, as well. And a lot of people watched that show during COVID, and it was like this. Put like people would, you know what I mean? Well, like, it was also yeah, it became the highest selling manga. Totally, it beat One Piece after it, like, it yeah. had finished. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of crazy. It just was yeah. this. I think the series was like this right place, right time. And unfortunately, total phenomenon, like pandemic, yeah. and just went crazy. That and first, then, that first season is just so well animated. Like, totally, UFO table. Yeah, you know, I've heard it's pronounced like UFO table. UFO, that's cool. Ufa, yeah, that's cooler. Um, but yeah, it's like it's so funny that it dethroned like your name and spirited away, which I think will probably be in the conversation longer than. Yeah, Demon for sure, Slayer. of course, especially spirited away, which is like. Well, no, I, I feel like like a tenth of the people that watched the first season of Demon Slayer are watching this. Most recent one. Me, I wish I was watching it, but um, well, you know, well, you know that, why you f- watch Demon Slayer? It's on Netflix. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's not on Crunchy. Now it's all. It's on Crunchy. bizarre that they. Yeah, I guess Crunchy were like, man, fuck it. That's and they baby. all. On, I, I don't understand what's going on. Crunchy, Crunchy, what role isn't it? Like, well, yeah, like Sony. Sony shit owns or, everything. Yeah, every every Chinese cartoon goes <laughs> through Sony now, right? Oh uh, yeah, well, no, there's High Dive. Has like a bunch of other ones, and there's another one as well that we don't get here. I fucking hate this. There's so much. I mean, like streaming. They kind of shouldn't again. be. There's that much anime though that like you kind of you would like them to all be somewhere, but that actually isn't good for the industry either. Sure. So, no, whatever. Whatever. 
Um, fuck it, dog. Fuck television. That we haven't been talking about movies this whole time, and I saw a very big one in the last week, and so did you. We both saw two movies that each other had seen already, but we didn't talk about at length on the podcast Did because we? the other one hadn't seen it. Uh, I saw Asteroid City the same oh. night that you saw Blackberry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what are we talking about? And they're two of the best movies of the year. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so uh, that's what tonight's PayFam is going to be all about. Asteroid City and Blackberry, two of the Who's cinematic greats. Mine or yours? Whose cities are Asteroids? Listen. Yours or mine And uh, the only way you can hear us discuss these cinematic giants Is to head to patreon.com Slash heyfam $5 a month is all it costs for you To gain access to The latest film by uh, Auto Will Anderson (laughs) (laughs) Of the Gruen Transfer and Royal Tenenbaums fame Yep Yep And Uh, uh, If you notice every episode Yeah Every episode of the Gruen Transfer Everything's symmetrical (laughs) It's right in the middle of that table uh, head over to patreon.com slash heyfam we'd love to have you not just listening to this episode but also hanging out with us in our discord talking about all the things that we talk about on the show with hundreds of other people from all around the world that's right in our community forum that's right um, any closing words no I'll talk about it in the next one you gotta hear if you wanna hear the closing <laughs> words you've gotta pay five bucks and that's the way that cookie crumbles sorry gang <laughs>